Armored Bear Productions. Welcome to Not Safe for Wizards, an actual play 5th edition D&D podcast. So I says to Mabel, I says. Tonight, the crown companions are. Hi, I'm Derek Ian Lockwood. I play Lotus, a tabaxi storm sorcerer. Pronouns for me are they, them. Pronouns for Lotus are he, him. Hi, I'm Gary. I play Vel, a elf ranger druid. Uh, Our pronouns are he, him. Does that make it me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm looking at this list, and it's very weird looking. Um, hi, I'm Diana Morgan Carter. I play Celeste. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and Celeste are she, her. Hello. It's your turn. No, it's not. There's one in between. Uh, no. I, I already went. Yeah. Oh, you went. Or I'm sorry. I didn't even realize that was your avatar. I was just like, there's somebody else in between. I'm an idiot. Hi. Hello. I'm Kayla, and I play Jade Tea Leaf, and our pronouns are both she, her. Hi. My name is Greg Lockwood. I play Lilith, and her pronouns are she, her, and my pronouns are he, him. I'm Mark. I play Chase, the Air Genasi gunslinger, and our pronouns are both he, him. And I'm Joseph. I am the DM. My pronouns are he, him. I play everybody else. Uh, announcements, any? Uh, let's see. You like podcasts because you're listening to this. Uh, you're kind of geeky because you are, again, listening to this. Then you should listen to our sibling podcast, The Geekiest Podcast. Uh, you might recognize some of the voices on it. And uh, we talk about... Uh, D&D from time to time and other geeky stuff. We talked to some really cool creators. It's a lot of fun. We track Kickstarter campaigns. We do all sorts of cool stuff. So uh, take a listen to the Geekiest Podcast. Um, and if you're this far into listening to Not Safe for Wizards, then you've heard me DM. And maybe you like, hey, I'd like to have Joe be my DM. Well, that could happen. Uh, just go to mindflademondays.com and you can select to have me run a game. Uh, if you live in the South Florida area and feel comfortable having people play in person, then uh, you can hire me to be in person. If you'd rather do this all digitally, like the Cast of Not Safe for Wizards does it, I'm available to do that as well. And not just limited to Dungeons and Dragons, I can run some other games. So uh, again, that's mindflademondays.com. If you would like to support this show, go to Not Safe for Wizards podcast or no NSFW podcast.myspreadshop.com and you can buy some really cool merch, including the uh, murder hoboing is my religion um, and some character merch and out of character merch and it's really cool stuff. So go do that. Anyone else announcements plugging? I'm alive. Yay, welcome back, Darian. No other plugging? I don't think so. All right. Let's do a recap then. 
so several weeks back, uh, folks, uh, we had, well, several weeks back in game, uh, the group woke up to find that Chase and Commander Kalen had disappeared. Uh, through some clever research, some spelling, some use of resources of a royal nature, you're able to determine that Chase and Commander Kalen have been taken to the astral plane. Uh, you are given a a spell was cast to allow you to go to the astral plane, uh, where I believe shenanigans or hijinks ensued. One, one or the other. Um, from there, you went to a well. You encountered uh, a astral plane traversing ship, captained by the Goblin Dragodo, um, and uh, he ferried the group to Avroth Station, where uh, he he uh, set you up to talk to a information dealer uh, named Ulamex, who happened to be a Berbalang. Uh, Ulamex uh, said he had information that might help you with finding your companions, uh, but to give it to you, he needed information of his own, which uh, needed you all to go check out a uh, necropolis island in the Astral Plane. Uh, you guys traveled there, uh, encountered a lot of undead. Um, in the process, found out that the uh, temple there had been attacked by something called a Skull Lord, who had placed a disc of Orcus, the demon prince of the undead, uh, which was generating uh, zombies, ghouls, and skeletons. Um, you were able to uh, disengage the disc. Um, and then uh, you return to Avroth Station, or you are in the process of returning to Avroth Station with it. Um, oh no, you did go to Avroth Station. Uh, Ulamex then uh, told you all about a uh, that he did have information about a nautiloid, uh, the strange, almost living type ship that the Mind Flayers use to traverse the plains, um, and. Uh, told you that one was heading towards a color pool that would go to the uh, elemental plane of fire. Uh, when you did return to Avroth Station, uh, you did encounter uh, a defensive screen around the station and were informed that a uh, large red dragon with a raiding party of Githyanki uh, was said to be in the area. Um, you all were able to depart from Avroth Station to go uh, track down this color pool and the nautiloid and I think that was about it. You guys were, were, were getting close. Meanwhile, uh, somewhere else, uh, Chase was being interrogated about what he may or may not know concerning, uh, well, one where his, where his firearms were, uh, and then second, how to actually make a firearm. Uh, he was able to resist for a long time. Uh, good chunk of the time using insults and uh, sassy behavior uh, to keep a uh, almost said risen, but that's uh, Queen Roshia is back and she's undead uh, and uh, she's leading the interrogation. She was able to eventually pry out of Chase that uh, he did possess a, uh, a book, a manual on uh, making firearms. Um, and then last session, uh, Chase woke to uh, 
the the room that he is being held prisoner in kind of shuddering around him uh back with the rest of the party before you all uh made your way to the portal uh towards the pool uh you took a long rest uh during the long rest celeste had a dream encounter with someone purporting to be the goddess mistra uh and when she when celeste awoke she had a star chart, star map uh, that she did not have before. And I think that catches us all the way up. So Celeste is not the only one who will, who has had an interesting night of dreaming. Uh, Lotus, um, after you drifted to sleep uh, in, in the uh, gifts old uh, compartment that has been, you know, given over to you all as you're acting as a ship's complement. Uh, you're, you drift off to sleep um, as you do. Um, it feels almost like you wake up. And when you do, you're in what feels like the hall, what looks like the Hall of Secrets from Grimsby. I, I need to ask Jay for my headphones so I can hear you better. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Because I don't want to turn you up too loud to pick up on my mic, but I, I'm having a hard time hearing you. That's why I waited so there would be like a clear place to like cut in editing. So, uh. Hello? Yep. Okay. All right. I'm good. Ooh. Good. Okay. So, I. I wake up, or I feel like I wake up, and I think I'm in the Hall of Secrets. Yeah. Okay, just clarifying. Okay. He would look around to see, is there anyone else here? Give me a perception check. Okay. Perception. Normal. Uh, 22. You start looking around, and you realize a couple things. One, there doesn't seem to be anyone else here. That's and the a... second thing is, you're looking around, and while it looks like the Hall of Secrets, as you kind of look down between between stacks and, and hallways, it's much bigger. Like, as you've kind of focused down, like, you don't really even see a wall in any direction. You just see more stacks of books and uh, codices and scrolls and you know loose scraps of of parchment and paper it's it almost becomes overwhelming the amount of documents around you i just want to say lotus would look absolutely odd like it is a <sighs> lotus looks I think the best way I could put it, like the expression on Lotus's face is the expression of someone in ancient times who has dreamed of space seeing an image taken from a telescope mm -hmm. photograph, like photograph through a telescope of mm -hmm. the actual stars, like seeing that. All right. Um, other than 
look at you know jaw agape and and eyes full of wonder uh is are you lotus doing anything he would like he would want to touch the books like he would kind of reach out a hand and then pull it back like i i don't want to damage it kind of thing like if i touch it is it going to break is it going to burst into flames <laughs> um, so so doing the slightly reach out then pull back hand slightly reach out pull back hand yeah as he's walking so it would be at like different points he wants to reach out to like see what what kind of book is that what 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 does it talk about what what does it say what is it about what is it about but he like there's a nervousness to his steps of like an overwhelmed but not in a bad way nervousness of mm. there's so much here that I want to look at and I have no idea where to start. <laughs> um, like someone who likes sewing going into a craft store. <laughs> I think. Yeah. No, I I I um as you as as Lotus moves uh down the stacks um there comes like a, a a break in between several of the uh bookshelves and like, like a open like a lane between them uh, bigger than a lane um and on the in that space there is a very ornate desk um the like a almost like one of those secretary desks um where or, like the kind where it has the panel that folds up to seal yes. it and then you fold it back down. Okay. I know what you're talking about. So, um, and it's open and there is a, uh, there is a sheet of parchment on it with some writing. There is a, uh, yeah. So there's a sheet of parchment with writing on it and kind of laying across the upper left-hand corner um, is a, beautiful onyx uh writing utensil writing stylus you, you've never actually seen something quite like this um is it is it like one of those glass tip pens where you dip it in the ink and that's how you write it similar similar to to one of those um okay like because now i'm gonna need to find an image of that because that just mm. So, uh, what what do you do? He he would edge forward to like see look at this desk. Like he looks back at the books, but then he he wants to read that paper because he can read it without touching it, without possibly damaging it. It's right um, there. As you look at the desk, uh, you notice that the legs of the desk. Um, are carved, uh, and they look like uh, a feminine form that has, uh, whose face is almost uh, from like just above the lips uh, through the rest of the face is covered uh, by a hood. Uh, so the, the rest of the facial features are, are obscured. Lotus may feel a slight kind of, the kind of apprehension of it is apprehension is the word to use 
but not in a bad way, just kind of a... Like, he sees the figure, and he feels... He doesn't feel afraid of the figure, but he feels nervous. Like, he doesn't want to embarrass himself in front of them, and then he has a moment of... Wait, I'm thinking that about the legs of a desk. Why am I thinking that about the legs of a desk? <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> but paper. Want to read. <laughs> All right, so you're going to read it? Yeah, the the cat's... The Kyria, the curiosity has the cat. Now let's see <laughs> if it leaves him dead. Um. He would He would put his hands like... Is there a chair at the desk, or is it just the desk? It is just the desk. Um, as you look at the the, the sheet of parchment, uh, you recognize that the language on it is primordial. Ooh, yes. Um, the handwriting is bold, but also uh, elegant, and the First word you 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 see on it uh, is your name, and not just Lotus, but Snarling Lotus. The tail is doing the curiosity sway. Um, he may that... read further before picking the letter up because he doesn't mm -hmm. want to. He this feels important to him. He doesn't know why it feels important, but it feels important. Uh, so as you as you look read the letter, um, it it basically uh, starts with uh, I watched you know Snarling Lotus. I watched as you explored the Hall of Secrets earlier, searching for information regarding your people, your curse. While I cannot give you that information directly, I offer you this pact: take my pen and use it. Yep. Keep making your notes. He would look to the pen, and he really wants to take the pen, but he also wants to finish the letter first. Uh, you will find that this pen will not only fill your notebooks with the information you need, but in times of danger can also defend you. As you read across that line, the pen shifts, and it becomes an onyx-bladed rapier. Okay, I. So he watches as it turns into this. I, I'm just clarifying because I, how I'm seeing it in my brain, I just want to put to the mm -hmm. podcast form if I'm allowed. Sure. Okay. How I imagine it happening is kind of like a traditional fountain pen ink starts coming out of the top. It's not supposed to do that if it's a glass pen. But ink is there, and it starts coming out, and it just slowly envelops the pen after extending to blade's length. Like, it envelops the top of the pen, and that's mm -hmm. what spirals out to form the handguard of this mm -hmm. rapier. Thanks. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah, and, and the as, as it comes that full length, it then solidifies. Um, and and it solidifies. Uh, the blade is smooth, um, and from what you can see, uh, it is, it has both an exquisitely sharp point and a well honed uh, well honed edges uh, on both sides. The handle uh, 
looks to be almost perfectly set to fit your um, tabaxi hand. Knowing Lotus, I, I agree. I, I will. As you're, as you say that, you see on the parchment writing, uh, just kind of like rate, like almost like the ink permeates through the the material. Then our pact is formed. Welcome to the service of Ibarra. Thank you. Thank you. With that, you wake up, and in your one hand is an onyx writing stylus. Yeah, I'm going to put it in my inventory because apparently I don't have it yet. <laughs> I'm going to do it now. <laughs> Give me a second. Okay. <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> um, so everyone is now awakened. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm up. <laughs> okay so as you all uh kind of awaken um jergoto uh well you hear a rapping at the door is this someone's gonna say nevermore <laughs> i didn't know there was a kenku on this boat <laughs> i just woke up so maybe i don't know Things happen while I'm asleep. But I'm asleep, so what do I know about them? Uh, there's an, a, a knocking again at the door. Yeah, come in. Uh, the door opens and uh, in steps Dragoto, uh, looking around. And oh, everyone is waking up. Good. That is, that is a good thing. Uh, Ilya wanted to let you all know that there is food if you want uh, in the galley. Uh, and then. Uh, you might want to get on deck. Okay. Getting up immediately. Yeah, Vel will head straight to the deck. Same Z's. Following. Yeah, I'll uh, roll out of bed. Grab my boots. Climb up to the deck. I'm going to stumble out of bed. All right. Uh, to the galley. Pour myself a cup of ambition. <laughs> Lotus would probably eat a ration on the way. Just pull one out and just inhale. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so as you all make it on the deck, um, you can notice amongst the crew that there is a there is a, a a tension amongst them. Uh, and Dragoto following you up also with a, uh, a a mug of uh, ambition, as uh, Lilith says. Um, looks and he's like, ah, so I think we found the dragon and get the Yankee uh, raiders. I didn't know we were looking for them. Uh, me either. Well... Things that find you are things you didn't know were looking for you till they find you on their own. Uh, yes. Well, uh, he kind of points in a direction and uh, probably at the far edge of, of your, your vision, um, you kind of see a large winged form kind of 
circling uh, in lazy circles. Um, everyone give me a perception check. Uh, 19. Does a 19 hit? Nine. 11. All right. Lilith, what you got? Sixteen. Okay. I rolled um, twice. So, um, Celeste and Lilith, uh, as you're looking out uh, at the large figure circling, um, you notice that there 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 does indeed look to be about maybe a dozen uh, thin limbed humanoid figures. Uh, kind of some strange uh, harness system kind of hanging from the sides the the, the sides of the dragon um, and then you all watch as the form uh, kind of turns and begins to head directly towards the ship. It sits down and grumbles that she actually has to put her boots on now. You don't sleep in your boots? You're lucky I sleep in clothes. Fair. Always wanted an alligator skin bag. Um, I <clears> hope <throat> you're happy with the color red. We're out of stock of all other colors. I do like red. Um, you watch as it, be as, it, as it flies forward. It doesn't seem... Well, again, fly. Like, the wings aren't flapping. Um, because it doesn't it's need controlled to. falling. <laughs> Remember, everything here travels at the speed of thought. Uh, so it's sort of it's coming towards you. Uh, but again, it it's not rushing forward. It's not like taking it. It's it's almost coming like directly on, um, on like a straight plane with the deck of the ship. Maybe we won't have to fight. Well, I mean, they, they do have the same goals as us. Any I mean, of my enemy is my temporary ally. I don't think so. Uh, reason for my bow, anyway. Okay. Uh, the the uh, dragon gets to about 120 feet from the ship and stops. Uh, one of the uh, the, the riders uh, kind of stands up out of his harness and walks like up onto the back of the uh, the dragon, like just behind its, like kind of walks up at the back of its neck. Um, so it's standing just sort of behind its head. Uh, the figure is dressed in um, 
what you would assume to be some sort of form of half plate armor uh, in a sheath across his back. Uh, not really a sheath, more of a baldric. Uh, across his back is a great sword. It has a slight curve to it, um, and the blade is a uh, like like you you've you've seen silver before, and you've seen silver cleaned up nicely. This is like silver cleaned up nicely to the point of how do you get it that shiny? Low um, shrooms. Uh, but as you look at it, it almost looks like it, um, like the blade itself shifts a little. Glitter. <laughs> um, and he raises uh, his right hand, which I'm miming for you as no one can see me. Yay. Kinda I raises, raise mine back, Joe. <laughs> raise, raises his hand up, calling out rather loudly. Uh, you there! You are venturing into dangerous area. Uh, what's dangerous about this area? <laughs> it uh, takes a moment, looks down at the red dragon's head. Well, w- we normally would be, but there is a ship belonging to the Illithid uh, not too far from here. Could you point us in the right direction? We're hunting it. We have business on board of it. If you catch my drift. Oh. You bet. You you do business with... No, it's more... They have something of ours or someone, and we would like them back. Hmm. Hmm. If we have to wash our clothes afterwards, then so be it. Kind of tips his head. Uh, would it be acceptable if I come over to your ship uh, so that I am not having to yell across this expanse? Lotus would look to Dragodo. It's his ship, after all. Dragodo kind of looks to you guys. Um, this is all new to me, because uh, normally uh, we try to avoid the raiders, because... Uh, they would ransack the ship, take all of our stores. Uh, and uh, if we had any uh, any folks here via the, like a, a astral projection spell, they uh, they they might gut the cords and yeah. But uh, it does not seem to be of the dangerous type. So uh, he, he, yes, you are granted permission to step aboard the Revenge. Uh, I will. Uh, as the ship's compliment, if anything happens, uh, it's your job to. Uh, to oh no, it. I know, I understand. Put down my bow and switch to my daggers. Lotus still has his pen. Okay. Uh, Celeste, uh, reading anything? Lo- Lotus may pull out his journal, like he's going to take notes. Okay. Um, I think that I'm going to ready. Uh. I think I'm gonna ready flame blade, and if we start getting attacked, I'll cast it. Okay. It's like noticeable that everybody's like gearing up for fighting. Yeah, you guys aren't being subtle, but yeah, you 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 all uh, seem to be. 
I'll, I'll step forward and please well, forgive my friends. They're they're weary. Come, let's talk. Um, I just want to take notes. Says Lotus. I don't want to forget anything. Uh, after being given the the uh, the permission to come over, uh, he kind of lifts off of uh, the the neck of the dragon and you know floats over, uh, covering the distance in you know twenty thirty seconds. Um, kind of one foot one one. He's actually like has doesn't isn't actually wearing boots so you see uh the you know yellowish skin of his feet uh and some pretty good looking toe claws um as he kind of steps onto the railing and then down onto the deck and uh looks around so you you are hunting these elithids specifically in truth we don't know if our companions are on the ship but we're hunting the lithids in general, I guess you could say. We know one took our companion. Hmm. And took them into the astral plane. And if there's just an illithid ship going about. Hmm. That's interesting. interesting. Uh, it's very... Well, I do not want to dash your hopes, but... Uh, it is not common for the mind flayers to take hostages that they don't either devour the brains of or try to convert to one of one of their kind. Well, if we find our friend over there and that has happened, revenge is on the table. Ah, revenge. Name of the ship, after all. We've had a little bit of history with this particular mind player. We're uh, apt to find him dead. Hmm. Kind of looks around. Well, then, it seems we have a common enemy. That's exactly what I was thinking. Hmm. He looks back over towards the dragon and his comrades. Uh, now, can I convince my, my group that, one, we must show restraint in our attack on their ship to allow you to search for your companions? They're both quite capable, so I feel that as long as we find them, yeah, one, they'll be tied up. And two, you know, once they're free, they will join the fight immediately. It's it's just, uh, and he kind of looks back over the dragon. Our general first strike is for Eridanus uh, there to uh, breathe forth his hatred for having to serve as our transportation. That's how I like to think of it. I know he's not happy with the arrangement, but yeah. You friends will be able to withstand the searing heat of dragon fire. No, that that probably not. <laughs> Although they're probably deep inside, so. Yeah. I don't know if that's a risk we'd like to see taken. Uh, 
maybe if you just, you know, burn up the top of the deck. Yeah. Can't fire at you if they can't get a clear shot. This is this is true. <laughs> I I think I think this can work. I have an idea. Okay. I too have an idea. Yes. If you're distracting them from the top, we can slip in from the bottom, I board the ship, and, you know, cause chaos from within. That was exactly where my thinking was going. They, uh, we would be with, with, with the dragon's fire and our own hatred of the illithid. Uh, we could make for a rather large, deadly, dangerous distraction. And uh, then uh, you all, as a smaller group, could slip in. Uh, maybe through a, a breach that we are able to make and locate your friend, your friends, and uh, escape with them. That does sound like a plan. Sounds like a plan to me. Well, since we all seem to think this is a plan, then uh, we should get moving on them. Uh, from what we are told, uh, they are heading towards a color pool that would take them maybe to the elemental plane of fire. And at that point, we really can't pursue them. Yeah, that's a bitch. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so he turns and looks at the group of you. If your friends have been turned, I will count on you to do what is needed. They wouldn't want to live like that. Okay. With that, he kind of steps up over the rail and floats back over towards the dragon. Uh, you see, he kind of, you know, finds a spot on the dragon's back uh, and begins to having a short conversation um, with the uh, the others and the dragon. So, um, if we're taking a moment, um, Dad, can you try typing the word fuck into the muted mics chat? Like if we're taking, then why can't I say fuck? <laughs> uh, as I said, I'll look into it. Okay. I thought it was just like a permissions thing. It was like, wait. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I was trying to make it easier, Mark. Okay, try it now. Uh, one second, actually. Okay, try it now. Yeah, Joe, no, it's not you. It was... Yep, there we go. Okay. So <laughs> the the issue is that the bot was moderating for all roles except server admins and it should have also not been monitoring for the crown companions okay curse our our, our a blue streak absolutely but right. it has been fixed let me type what i was meaning to type yeah, i'm back yay okay all right uh so after a short confab on on the back of the dragon uh your new Githyanki friend kind of stands up, uh, gives a you know wave of the hand, then hops down in his harness as the dragon, which is probably about the size, maybe a little bit bigger than the Revenge, kind of flies up and then like around and then starts heading in the same direction as uh, the Revenge is pointed. So you get a really good up-close look um, at this giant red dragon. Um, cool. You, 
you don't you know you don't actually feel it but you almost feel like you can sense the the heat inside of it um there is just uh you know as it passes by there's a just a smell of uh, sulfur and burning you know just um and it you know begins moving off and like i said you see about a dozen uh figures dozen of these uh githyanki um kind of in these harnesses that kind of go across its back um you know from basically where the neck meets the shoulder all the way to where the tail meets the hips or the tail yeah the tail meets the the hips um and they're just hanging there um so Trigoto looks to you all and how how close do I need to get the ship to uh to 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 the Nautiloid before you all go jumping off and 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 getting into it? I guess ramming it is out of the question, huh? Yeah, I, mean, I think I mean, it was always out of the question. I mean, I'm I. I I just have a fear if we get that close, bad things will happen to my crew and my ship. Understandable. So, so you have to figure some way to get from your ship to that ship. Is there a lifeboat? Well, of course. This is a merchant vessel. We would, of course, have a lifeboat. Uh, the lifeboat, however, does not have uh, the, the, the power orb to, to propel it. Things don't have weight if you're pulling them along with you when floating through the astral sea, astral plane, right? No, they still have weight. Hmm. Could the revenge slingshot us in the lifeboat? Ah, <laughs> uh, I have a. All right, I have. I'm just trying to think the way to keep Dragoto and the revenge out of our crazy plan. I would feel okay. really bad if any of these people died because of us. Oh no, I know, and I have an idea. I have a really silly idea that could just work. Do you think all do you think everyone but me who's going in the lifeboat would weigh plus Chase and Caitlin would be over five hundred pounds? You asking that your Dragoto? Just in general. Like Hmm. I, I I think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because in armor, Lilith probably weighs close to two hundred pounds. Okay, because I had the idea of I could levitate the lifeboat, but I don't know if I levitate just the object and then people get on the object if it would still have to take account into weight. Yeah, you would still have to take into account to weight. So yeah, if you okay. Um. Is how about I get you a hundred feet from the nautiloid and you all can float on over? I think that'll be good enough. Yeah, I can do that. And if we all climb to the top of the mask, he could come in from the bottom and we could jump from the mast up and float up to the nautiloid. Ah, so you go low and it goes high. Yeah. And, and and they should be sufficiently distracted by the red dragon burning them to death. And there would be a nautiloid between my beautiful ship 
and the fiery breath of a red dragon. Yes. 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 Well, this that, I like. That's what I meant by that. These I can I can go with. This sounds this sounds good. Okay. Joe, just for my brain, how many times our intelligence modifier is our speed in the astral plane? I believe. Let me double check that. But I believe it is three times your intelligence score. Okay. I just wanted to make sure before I. Uh... Um, okay. Your intelligence or your intelligence modifier? Score. So, like, I have an 18. It would be times the 18. Right. Oh, okay. That That's good. Because if it was times the modifier, mine's zero. So. <laughs> You're just bobbing there in space. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember I Lotus had like you a would pull you on a rope. Yeah, no. The, I, I, yeah, I believe you're right. When you guys are attack, when you guys are going to the uh, going to mimic island, um, you guys are, are traveling. I'm just yeah, three times your intelligence score. Okay, I just couldn't remember how many times it was, and I wanted to make sure I knew my movement in case I have to float, which I will. So, okay. So with that idea, uh, Dragoto. Uh, gets behind the orb uh, and the ship uh, begins to move. Um, and and you kind of notice like for a good chunk of the, the time, uh, he is keeping the ship kind of on level with the dragon. Um, as you near, as you c- continue on, um, you hear first like these whoops calls from the, uh, from the, Gith Yankee. Um, and then you see it's a sea monster. Oh wait, no, the dragon got a stiffy. Never mind. Oh boy. Um no, then y- you see uh uh this shape kind of come in the distance. Um it looks like a mix of uh organic and artificial uh materials. It looks like the ship of a race in a sci-fi novel that just instead of to conquer the planets it attacks, it just eats the population. I mean, not too far off. Um, I know. So the, uh, again, I guess I said the, the Githyanki are rather excited uh, at the sight of this. uh, And you see them kind of urging the dragon to move faster. um, And about that point, Dragoto starts to uh, pitch the ship uh, off of that plane of uh, that the dragon is flying on. Um, and you notice the dragon actually starts to arch up. So Chase. Why, hello there. Hello. Banana. So, <laughs> so as, uh, as you are uh, waking up, um, you uh, think last time we, we, you had tried uh, pulling and pushing against your uh, bi- bindings? Yes. Uh, I mean, I try every time I'm awake and given the opportunity, but last time, for the first time, I started to have a little bit of success before they retightened. Uh, give me either an athletics or an acrobatics check. I have rolled a 17. Um, you manage to pull 
your left hand free. And for the first time that like since the time it budged, you uh, you are able to like it comes free and the tentacle doesn't uh, does not get you um, like doesn't wrap back around to to collect your your hand. Oh, that's fantastic! Your 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 wrist uh, is rather sore and um, damp and sticky. Well, uh, I'm not sure I, how used to that he normally is. So I am going to immediately like, try to wipe it off a little bit on my shirt and then start working to see if I can get the other hand free. All right. Um, you can do another check, uh, as you are doing this, um, this weird, it's not an actual sound, like you don't hear it, but you feel like this alert noise kind of go right into your head. Uh, when you say alert noise, what, what does it sound like? Does it sound um, like alert prisoner is escaping all hands? No, or... it, it's more of like like a fire alarm going off or um, it's like a generic alarm klaxon kind of thing. Yeah. You, you've got a klaxon going off in your head. Um, and, All right. And as you're, you know, working on getting your other hand free, uh, which I rolled a 16, by the way, you managed to get your other hand free. Um, you, you can hear kind of shuffling uh, outside uh, around your, uh, sell uh well i mean at this point i think it's time for my feet all right give me a uh athletics check or acrobatics check for those uh do i have anything in reach that i can use to try to assist with it um like any anything they might have left aside because i was tied down what was i gonna do uh let me look at your also looking at your uh inventory yep, yep, yep. and it's mostly pretty generic stuff um it might potentially have my rapier somewhere nearby or my tinker's tools but i'm also referring to like if there's anything in the room not necessarily just of mine um give me a perception check uh 12 as you're shifting around you realize you've got the dagger you picked up from Roshia. Uh, I, as I remember, you've had that tucked away, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You find that you 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 find the uh, the dagger of hers. Uh, that seems like the perfect thing to use to just fuck all this like twisting and turning, and I am going to attempt to cut my legs free. All right. Um, we will say that. Uh, after a bit of hacking and slicing, uh, you have about a pound and a half of calamari, um, or actually scongili, uh, and uh, you have freed uh, both ankles from the uh, confines of your, the, the former confines of, of the biomechanical-esque uh, restraint system that you are in. Okay. Step one from there. Dry my feet off as best as possible, and my hands, <laughs> and then look around the room uh, to see. I know I clearly like I, I have an idea of where the door is from them coming in and out. 
Um, but is there anything else in the room? Um, you see hanging on a peg, uh, your cloak. Immediately donned. Um, uh, and, and strangely enough, even though you weren't wearing it, it was never more than like 20 feet from you. Uh, so it will remain attuned. Wonderful. Um, uh, so go ahead. Uh, there is, um, you had noticed, you, you'd noticed before, but there was, uh, there's a small chair, uh, kind of just plain old wooden. Um, ladder back, like does the bat, do the back legs go all the way from the top to the bottom or is it just yeah, like a stool? Yeah, like, yeah, like a, you know. Okay. Like a um, standard school chair sort of thing. Like when they, you know, made you sit in the corner. Wait, I might be saying too much. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to try to see if I can pull one of the back legs off of it. All right. Uh, that's definitely an athletics check. Uh, well, I'm not trained in that. So it's just going to be a straight strength check. Uh, 15. Uh, after a little bit of, of you know, kind of, I assume like kind of putting outside one one foot on on the uh, opposite leg and maybe a little bit of swearing under your breath. You managed to break off uh, the leg. OK, uh, probably a fairly close approximation of a club, though, clearly a makeshift one. Although yep. I don't know, like for a club, like exactly what makes a club makeshift? Well, uh, we would say. I, I would say if you're planning to use it as a weapon, uh, it, it would have all the stats of a club because you're right. A table leg is just a club holding up your table. Yes. That's a fancy Fantastic. Club. So just like a in that case, you is just a club that you hit balls with. Wait, that's a club too. <laughs> fair that's enough. Fair enough. A job. All right. Um, so, uh, on that note, uh, let's go ahead and try the door. Time to John McClane this shit, run around barefoot. Who said you didn't have boots on? I, oh, oh, I've got my boots on. Oh, that's fantastic. I just assumed. You're right. I should not assume. Uh, I'm the mother of all fuck-ups. Uh, you also know that you have that weird frog ring on your finger as well. Yes. Um, as you go to the door, uh, it's not locked. Uh, you you're able to open it and step out into the hallway. All right. Uh, take a quick glance right and left first to make sure that there's no guards that are going to suddenly become aware that I've escaped, and then to try to figure out what my options for ways to go are. Uh, so one second, I have to pull up the map so I can see it. Have to put it out so I can blow it up to a size that I can actually see what okay so looking uh to the hallway uh as you're looking you you look to your left and right um it goes about 10 feet in both in each direction um the one way ends in a uh door and the other way ends at what you assume is a wall um kind of catty corner to from where you're standing at the door to your cell, there are two other doors. Um, and as you kind of look down the hallway towards the end of the hall that ends in a door, or not ends in a door, ends in a wall, there is a uh, another door on the same side of the hall as your door. So there are three doors in the hall, well, four doors in the hallway, 
uh, three to what you assume would be other cells on this level. And the door at the end of the hallway, you believe, probably leads you out into the remainder of whatever you're in. Okay. Um, starting with the prisoner cells, let's um, try opening the first of those. I guess the one, um, just one at random. I'm going to end up checking all three, assuming I don't get interrupted anyway. Um, as you begin uh, looking um, in two of the two of the cells, uh, it looks like whoever or whatever was in there um, has recently been killed. Uh, the 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 creatures are humanoid in nature, um, kind of yellow leathery skin. Long limbs, long thin limbs, uh, kind of severe looking faces. Um, you've never seen beings like these before. Okay, but notably, not Kaylin and dead. Yeah. In the oh, okay. last cell you check um, is Commander Kaylin. Uh, and they have impressively uh, bound him like. He's got like two or three uh, tentacle restraints on each arm and, you know, equally around each leg. Uh, and at the moment, as you're looking at him, uh, he appears to be uh, unconscious. All right. Uh, well, I get the cutting. Okay. Um, it, it takes you a bit uh, to cut uh, Commander Kalen free. Um, but after, eh, say about five minutes of, of cutting you have uh freed uh Kalen from from the restraints uh however he still seems to be unconscious um that's no good and now Kalen being a half or this big guy uh i am not a strong person so uh next step is gonna be look around to see if there's something i can use to makes like some kind of litter so I can at least like drag him out. Uh, you're going to, you look around and spend it a little bit and there's really not like, he didn't even have like a chair in his cell. Like they, you're not really sure, but you got a feeling like he just got beat on a whole lot. Yeah. They probably weren't necessarily interested in questioning him. That's uh well, shit. I mean, Gotta get him out of here. Um, I'll try slapping him in the face. See if I can wake him up. Um, okay. Uh, after a couple slaps, uh, one eye kind of opens up, or it starts to open up uh, before uh, just a stream of um, profanities and curses and... I like clamp hand over mouth. Shut up. We're trying to escape. Chase kind of eyes open now. And like I say eyes open, but he has been worked over so much. Yeah. His eyes are like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sort of, Oh good. You're still alive. Glad to see you. Likewise. Do you think you can walk? And all of a sudden he, he knows like he's like moving his hands. And uh, kind of, yeah, yeah, I can, I, I can walk. Uh, I, 
I put the club in his hand and say, use it as a cane or a weapon, whatever you need. He looks and he kind of reaches behind him and he's like, oh, don't, don't have the blade. Okay. Uh, all right. That, um, should, that should work. What, while he kind of slowly gets to his feet, I'm going to look around his room. I know you said I didn't find anything for a litter, but do I find any of his equipment or anything? Um, see, I'm looking at his inventory. Um, you find, you find uh, one of his, his, his water skin, uh, which is kind of hanging from a peg on the wall. Um, and that's, that's about it. Everything else he had, like, as you guys are on, you know, on watch, he kind of, you know. Right, exactly. And yeah, it's kind of stripped down to, I was just seeing if, if he had any, if he had like a dagger, but no, there's, so yeah. No, oh, you know what? Uh, he does have, as he's kind of patting himself down, he has what basically passed for a dagger. Uh, it's, it's his whittling knife. Uh, I mean, I gave him a club anyway, so he'll probably do more work with that. So that's fine. Um, all right. Um, I checked the other cells. There's nobody else alive on this floor. There's some kind of alarm thing in that's, my head. I don't know if you can hear it. That's why I was saying. He's like, what is that? I don't know. I noticed it right after I got my arm loose. I don't know if it's for us or something else, but no one's come running. But we need to find a way off the ship. Oh, real quick question, Joe. Mm-hmm. Is Chase hungry? You are not. All right. And once we get off the ship, we're going to have to figure out probably how to get away from wherever the hell they have us. He's like, um, uh, so go ahead. Hey, Tyler kind of Grant, you keep saying ship. He's like, uh, uh, don't, I don't, I don't generally do well on the ocean. Uh, Not going to be a problem, I don't think. Uh, I haven't felt any rocking or shaking. Um, I don't know how much I don't know how much they've questioned you but uh, bad news, the queen's here and, you know, not dead He kind of looks at you Uh, queen um, the elf? Yeah, yeah, apparently Karshun wasn't done with her and had a way to bring her back and, uh Look, we'll we'll go over this, but we have to get out of here. Oh, okay. Uh, well, but okay. Uh, I do you think have how, how many have, things have you seen here? Uh, well, there's Rashia, the bitch. Um, there's an Illithid that kept threatening to eat me, but they haven't gotten all the information that they wanted yet. Uh, a small handful of guards, ugly looking fucks. Uh, that's pretty much all I've seen on my side. The guards would be the kind of furry beast looking things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I think the ship's alive, but not like completely alive. Like the things that are, that were binding us are part of the ship. Yeah. He kind of looks down. He's like wiping them on his. Yeah. That was gross. Yeah. Very much so. All right. Let's move. Right. And I'm gonna lead the way out the door and head over to that last door that appeared to lead somewhere else. Uh, you get to the last door, uh, the the door to what you assume out of the, basically the door out of the hallway. Um, and this door actually, uh, when you go to push open, uh, it actually appears to be locked. Okay. Um, are the hinges on this side or the other side? 
the hinges are on the other side. Uh, so yeah, this door would open out. Yeah, so doors. So the hinges are on the outside of the door. Um, and I've only seen the four cell doors and this door, and then the other end of the hall was a blank wall. Yep. Um, and we haven't had a guard or anything. Um, Kaylin, you have to knock somebody out. <laughs> Guy stands up, puts his fingers together, does like the knuckle crack thing. Well, I, I think I'm up for it. I knock on the door. Um, you knock, it goes a couple minutes, nothing. All right. Well, that was an attempt. Um, what's the lock look like? Um, from your side, uh, it's it's just like a smooth metal plate. Like there's, it, it locks from the outside. Um, and looking up towards the ceiling or down through the floor, do I see any kind of vents or like anything that could possibly be crawled through? Um, you see, there are a couple openings. Uh, maybe, maybe a foot in diameter. Yeah, not not big enough for me to get through. Oh, this is such bullshit. Um, Kaylin kind of looks at, kind of looks over your shoulder, and you think we could just uh, shoulder that open? Back. I mean, with your help, I might be able to. All right, all right. Let's 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 give this a try. All righty. Any chance this is going to be Kaylin's strength check with advantage? I was going to say that, that would probably be the best idea. So I will roll Kaylin's strength with advantage. So as you kind of help, he throws his uh, his body against the door, and uh, you hear like it, it's it sounds like it's uh, it, it bent a bit, uh, but did not fully open. Uh, where where did it bend? Um, around where the 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 lock panel is, like that. Well, I should say that area didn't bend, but like the door above and below, kind of like as he's pushing against, like those are kind of you know pushing against the door frame, so they're kind of bending. They would bend in. No, they would bend out. But yeah. Like, um, is it giving me any kind of view towards? Either the the latch of the lock or like anything around it. Um, give me a perception check. Nineteen. Uh, you kind of can you get a little bit of vision. Um, and you think you you could possibly you know if maybe another push of that level or high, you know that that amount or higher you might actually be able to get your hand out uh, to to get to the to the latch. All right. Uh, one more should do it. Let's give it all we got. I might be able to reach around and get the latch. Um, as you say that, and you assist. Uh, yeah, he the 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 push. Uh, you rolled a twenty-two on that one. Um, the push actually, like, starts to even bend the bolt uh, that's holding the door. Um, so it's. So now there is a pretty good sized gap that you could get your your hand out. All right, uh, time to do the blind reach around. Right, um, acrobatics. Nineteen again. Uh, you, you know, you're, you're, you've you've got deft fingers from from 
you know, all the gun play and card playing, uh, you're able to twist the knob uh, of the latch and uh, it, it comes undone. And uh, Kalen just kind of does the little finger poke and the door swings out. Um, Fantastic. Looking around, uh, you are in a like a 30 by like a th- well it's it's not like a square it's a it's a curved shape room uh lit with some uh not quite bright light uh lighting that gives off a purple uh hue um and looking around it looks like you are in some sort of storage space all right um i guess step 1 look for anything that might be a more formidable weapon than a dagger for me and i mean or a club for kale you know any kind of better weaponry that might be lying around um and then look for a door out from here um so as you look uh to your right uh there is a set of double there's a set of double doors uh against that wall um you can give me an inspection uh no, investigation. investigation investigation with advantage since uh Aylin is helping you um 12 <laughs> yeah that advantage did not help a whole ton it looks like i had a yeah <laughs> one of those rolls was a two his eyes are more swelled shut than you thought um so as you look around uh you everything's you know you're kind of opening up crates and uh it's a lot of like weird trade goods like bolts of cloth and um you know not you know semi-precious stones and just like weird stuff but uh you don't find uh anything really like you know there's like a, a there's like a hammer and a crowbar which but again, Take the crowbar. Not, okay. Uh, so you find a crowbar, um, <laughs> which is, you know, best against uh, Avalith attacks, I believe. <laughs> um, but as you're looking around, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of like cloth. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to take the hammer as well. Okay. Uh, so I take the crowbar and hammer and um, any doors other than those double doors in the one we came through? Uh um no that is the only um actually should say this uh against kind of uh as you're looking around you notice um there's there is like a I don't know, about 15 foot wide um like cargo door like it has um, like a hinge like it has like hinges that you know if you are if you active if you're able to figure out how to activate it would like open up and like ramp down so that you can load and unload cargo from here. Yep, I'm gonna see if I can figure out how to open it. All right. Um, I, hate to just I figure go. there's most likely not gonna be guards outside that door. <laughs> uh, I hate to do this, but we it's getting a bit late, um, and we're not gonna get this all done in one session. So let us stop with the looking for the controls for the door. All righty. Okay. All right. Sorry for for the late start tonight, guys, and uh, the relatively short session, but it felt good to play. I don't know about you guys, but I... Yeah, very much did. 
Um, and uh, I love you guys. Um, Lotus has uh, Lotus has evolved to his ultimate form, which is professional magic nerd. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, this is our end for the night. And uh, again, I love you all. Uh, I appreciate your patience the last couple of weeks. Uh, I love you too, sir. Hi there, this is Joseph, the DM. I hope you're enjoying the Not Safe Wizards podcast so far. If you are, I'd love to ask you to do a couple things to help build the show up. One, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Preferably five star, but hey, I leave that up to you. Second, follow us on social media. The links to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are in the show notes. And thirdly, share it with your friends. Let them know about the podcast and have them take a listen. We look forward to entertaining you for a long time to come. Thanks. Have a great rest of your day.